maybe it doesn't work when I'm lying down. Okay, let's try this for the fourth, fifth time, I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah, this is Jake, uh, better known to you as James, who you used to work with. Uh, missing your episodes, do another one. Take care, bye. Yeah, so was I. I kept doing that. Okay, but we're good to go now, and this should actually work. Isn't this cool? This is awesome. I can actually hear you good. There's no breakup. This is awesome. Yeah, you sound perfect. Um, I put the intro music in already just so it's actually there this time, and I cool. will get around to editing this out as soon as I figure out how. Um, my, I can't find a voice recorder that LG supports. I just bought an LG phone today that I can't afford, but... Um, <laughs> I can't find a call recorder. Uh, LG is like set up to not accept call recorders. Oh. So. Uh, so that's good to know. If you ever want to not be recorded, uh, get yourself an LG phone, and it won't. Like, if you have an LG phone, I can't record you. I have an LG phone. Yeah. Well, we both do. So. Yeah. Double, double whammy. <laughs> um, there's got to be a way to bypass it. I'll figure it out some other time. Okay. Anyway, here we go. Well, hi there. Happy Wednesday. It's July 25th, 2018, and I'm Eric. 
talking at you as always from beautiful downtown Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, where my mobile devices are starting to really resemble my ex-wives. Uh, anyone who's had the same one before me warns me against them. They start to break down as soon as I get them. And every time I replace one, I lose all my shit. <laughs> it's yeah, that, that happens. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, I've seemed to have solved our technical issues for the time being by getting a device that can actually handle what I'm trying to do on it. So, what a novel idea. <laughs> I do apologize for us getting cut off last night. It's too bad because I did want your uh, perspective on what I was saying. Yes, I would uh, like to have given my perspective if I knew what was happening. <laughs> so there is still, we can continue it or uh, I, I, I can pick up where I left off because it took me a while to figure out you weren't there. I got I got right into my anger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that figures. And I'm, uh, I'm no less angry today about the whole situation. So he's got these school teachers coming forward now saying they, uh, he, he had confessed at one point that he wanted to kill someone just to see what it felt like. Oh. And, uh, yeah, one of his school teachers came forward and said he had said that to them. And why wouldn't you come forward with that information at the time? <laughs> Is my yeah. question. That's one of those things that they're supposed to do. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, a little, little, little frustrating there. <laughs> and people wonder why stuff like this happens. <laughs> well, I think it's exactly what we were talking about last night. Is people are worried they're going to offend someone or do something wrong by uh, accusing them or, or bringing it to other people's attention that, hey, this person might be a psychopath. So, yeah, we better not say anything so they can continue on the path they're going. What a great idea. <laughs> That's just the way it is. I'm afraid I might lose my job if I say anything. So I'll just keep my <laughs> mouth shut. hope that he doesn't do exactly what he said he wants to do. <laughs> and then people die, and now I'm partially responsible for it. And oops. Exactly. So last night, I'm done with people's sensitivities i don't care anymore if it's going to prevent something like this from happening again i don't care. i don't want to be sensitive anymore uh, no. things, the victim card as well as we have to be afraid that some because we're so scared of the repercussions we don't warn against possible disaster and then it occurs I, no forget it from now on if there's a red flag wave it high and hard make sure everyone sees it you know what sensitivity is meant for? Sensitivity is meant for children in the sense of parenting for your children. Sometimes it's nice to be a little bit sensitive to them. You don't have to freak out on them completely. And your significant other. Yes. That's it. Absolutely. It's not even meant for family. Screw them. They get the blunt. And you can't get in trouble for implicating your significant other. There's laws against that. Exactly. As long as you're married. <laughs> And the, the whole thing has just got me so angry, and now they're saying is, 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 that gun crime is spiraling out of control in Canada. Well, I guess as far as Canadian standards go, yeah, it is. We've had three crimes, I think, ever. Well, we just had the big one in Toronto on the, the Danforth. I mean, that was a, that was a doozy. 
Yeah, that, that's well. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Now they're saying, "Oh, it must be spiraling out of control." I believe the last one of note was the one in Ottawa. Yeah, I think so. Uh, at the uh, at the at the what are they? The Parliament Building. Jesus, I can't can't think straight. There's too many beautiful women on the street tonight. <laughs> That was the last one I remember being significant in Canada. Was the Ottawa one where the uh, the the Speaker of the House or whatever dove, dove in front of the bullet? Yeah, <laughs> that was a great one. <laughs> that is a damn good Canadian right there. If he doesn't get the uh, what do we have here the the Royal Cross or whatever they give out, it's like the Purple yeah, Heart, the Canadian version. Uh, Victoria Cross, I believe. Is that what they called. call it? He deserves. Whatever you can get in order of Canada or whatever the highest thing you can get in Canada, he deserves <laughs> that. Because he's he does nothing to do with any of this. He just he carries a big staff. <laughs> That's it. He's, he's like if he were a ninja turtle, he was Donatello, <laughs> the most useless. <laughs> he's he's the guy that just stands there and says, "You shall not pass." <laughs> Exactly, and he and the guy didn't. God bless you, Gandalf of the House of Commons. Um, oh mercy! So I'm still, uh, I'm so upset about it. I want this to not happen in our country, uh, and I want us to not protect people. You have Canadian blue. Canadian blue. Yeah. Okay. I want us to not protect people. If we know for a fact they're going to be a problem, that just makes sense to me. Absolutely. Uh, but I, I went off on a tangent last night, and I didn't let you say your piece. So if you have something you'd like to add before we move on to new business, uh, feel free. Screw the sensitive pricks. I'm sick of these pussies. <laughs> <laughs> well said. There well go. said. Thank you. Uh, um, I feel better. And I- I, let me let me just put forth uh, for the listening public that uh, the views and opinions expressed on this show are exactly the views and opinions of the Champion Tree <laughs> Entertainment Company. Um, so, yeah. so you know, uh, we support our broadcasters in every possible way. Uh, Speaking of them, just to get it out of the way, I do not have Ghost Song up and ready to go tonight. I will have it on the next podcast, I promise. Um, Good, because I am looking forward to hearing this guy. Yeah, I can't wait to show him off to the world. Um, Had a good conversation with him today. We're going to get to recording. Of course, now that I've messed up everything I had, um, recording has become an issue. So i got to figure that out tonight. Well, at least you got something to do. <laughs> um, I've yeah, I've got a lot of work ahead of me now getting us set up properly. But you know, it is what it is. I've I've decided to make this a job. It's it's my own cost to bear. <laughs> which means he gets a hundred percent of the undivided attention, which is great. Absolutely correct. And speaking of which, I'll just get it out of the way. The Champion Tree Entertainment Company, the one stop. A solution for the independent artist, actor, musician, or entertainer looking to start a new career, possibly breathe life into an existing one. They have a brand new website, uh, allpossiblethings.wordpress.com, where you can find a complete list of the services they provide, as well as their pricing. 
uh, contract language and interpretation. Uh, you can go to the page and find out more about that, but uh, everyone thinks putting everything in writing is kind of a waste of time until you get burned because you didn't. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? And I'll tell you, I know from experience that walking into court and saying I didn't understand what I was signing does not look good to the judges. So if you need assistance with contract language and interpretation, Championship Entertainment Company is fully schooled in the current provincial and federal laws. Uh, notarized or able to notarize legal documents for you, able to draft legal documents for you, or simply interpret legal documents for you before you sign them. Um, Champion Tree Entertainment Company is the only things in life that are impossible are the things you don't try. Um, copyright's real big to me. I, I figure you work so hard to write something, create something, you deserve to own it. Absolutely. Um, I've heard, I've been witness to horror stories of people dying in poverty when they should be super rich because someone else got credit for their creation. Yep. And um, the laws are very specific and require generally a very specific approach to uh, protecting yourself. And I know from experience, I'm sure, Gord, you have some experience in this too. It's an industry where it, it depends on the most creative minds in the world to keep it running. And amongst them are the most creative ways to rip everybody off. Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, it's, uh, it's disappointing, but it's the way of the world. So that is something that uh, I personally went to school for. And I keep up with now because I'm a nerd. <laughs> but... Um, I, I, it's funny, you're a nerd, but I you can barely work it. a phone. It's very interesting. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, the technology side of it, not so good. But <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sponge for minutiae. I love information. Um, but I never took the time to learn the, uh, the computers. It's sad. It's my, my uh, skill level on a computer is actually quite embarrassing. It's... I would like to I'm think so that mine is somewhat worse. It's, yeah, that was something I wanted to talk to you about off the air, but since we're in the middle, I won't. Um, anyway, I guess that's it for old business so far. I'm sure I'll think of something later. Um, Absolutely. New business. I know you're going to be into this. A, this is a personal request from... Um, a friend of mine, uh, not a frequent listener, but someone who's trying. Uh, he would like us to question why, under the new tobacco taxation, at least in British Columbia, a pack of white zip. Mm -hmm. Well, it was in 25 cents. Hang on. I, you, I lost you completely all there. What, what was the question? I don't understand what just happened there, but I will. Of course. Of course. Um, okay. A, the price of tobacco goes up twice a year. That's just set in stone. That's, it doesn't matter who the government is at the time. That's a law. That's yes. what happens. 
Um, they stuck one in this uh, past, I believe it was April, the prices went up. And a pack of white zigzags is now $3.25. What? Exactly. And zigzags are um, the it, crappiest papers you can use anyways. Well, that's what I said. When this listener of ours asked me to to make this an issue, <laughs> he said rolling papers are three twenty-five. And I my first question, well, which ones? That must be Rizlas, of course. Because Rizlas are the best. White zigzags, now three twenty-five. Oh my now you would think a government trying to legalize marijuana would which obviously, I mean, let's call it spade a spade. That's the number one use for white zigzags. I, I can't see that it's not. I, I have no way of quantifying that, but I'm sure it is. Oh, absolutely. 100%. That is the number one use is for marijuana and all marijuana-related products. Why would you not want to make them more as accessible as possible? I can answer that question. Oh, please do. Greed. They've made it legal, so they know that they're going to be getting a boom in the industry, so everybody's going to be using their products. And what's the number one thing everybody wants to do? They want to roll and smoke joints. Therefore, if you up the cost for the rolling papers, they're making tons of extra more money. Let's keep in mind, under the new legislation passed by the Trudeau government, marijuana is now legal in Canada. That is, except, of course, for uh, growing it, storing it, transporting it, smoking it, eating it, buying it, or selling it, or possessing it. Other than that, it's totally legal. Actually, it's not legal yet. Like, I, True. You know what? It was supposed to be legal on July uh, 1st. It is not supposed to be legal until August. Absolutely ridiculous. So they pushed um, it back. And then it's uh, up to the provinces to, uh, of course introduce their individual legislation which uh could take any number of months after that so um ontario has some of the greatest laws by the way when it comes to this like their rules for it are just phenomenal um they they do seem the the best so far i believe they're only one of possibly two provinces that have even laid out their laws yet yes uh you look at what bc and ontario are the only two that have actually uh, BC's, I don't think BC has their set in stone. It's as far as I know, it's just Ontario and Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan, I thought well, they were the ones that they wanted to push it off for an additional six months to a year. Oh, I could be confused. Perhaps it's BC and uh, maybe I have BC and Saskatchewan confused. That could be because BC was just waiting for for uh, for the government to release their their. Um, their limitations and everything else. As soon as they released everything that they wanted to do, then BC pretty much already has everything in place. They're just waiting to see if it was going to be, if free enterprise is going to be allowed or not. And that was the only big stipulation that BC was waiting for because BC wanted to have free enterprise and the liberal government did not. They wanted it to be run by government establishments only. I see. So some of the amazing Ontario laws, which I love, is you're not allowed to smoke it indoors, and you're not allowed to smoke it outdoors. <laughs> there you go. So you can smoke it on your property, providing you aren't on joining property with, with other people, and there is some other stipulation to put on it. And, yeah, it's, it's so basically in areas that if you have your own house, 
you're fine. But if you are in a, a condo, it could be a little more difficult. Absolutely ridiculous, in my opinion. <laughs> um, um, they basically want to have it where anywhere that you can't. Actually, there's another one too. Um, but they, wherever you can, basically they want to regulate it like alcohol. You can't right. walk down the street with a beer, therefore you can't walk down the street smoking a joint. And that, I think that's going to have to change sooner or later. I know in BC, I, I would imagine it's going to have to change sooner or later. They're going to have to let us smoke on the beach. Why and, so, and drink on the beach. Why can you not have a glass of wine on the beach? Because that are, that means bottles, which means broken glass and people are stupid. Fair enough. If they make uh, wine in cans, God, I hope they don't. <laughs> That'd just be gross. <laughs> they have the cartons. Those are quite popular. Well, yeah, that's true. You can get those. <laughs> Uh, everyone just bring your box of wine to the beach. Hey, it's fine. Problem solved. The ones that say either red or white. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get a Merlot. You don't get a Cabernet. No, you get red, you get white. You shut the half up and you, you drink it and you enjoy it. Um, something I thought you would find interesting that I'm not sure if you're aware of. I wasn't aware of until just earlier today. What's that? A, a BC company looking to sell their marijuana in the state of Washington in the U.S. of A., mm-hmm. where marijuana has been legal for many years now. Mm-hmm. Several years, I should say. Uh, the men were stopped at the border, uh, in, held up for four hours, and given lifetime bans for crossing into the U.S. Because federally, marijuana is still illegal in the United States. Therefore, it's legal in Canada. It's legal in 10 of the states, but you still can't cross the border with it. You can be charged under federal law. Yes, that's right. So, so there is no opportunity for cross-border commerce. No, not for marijuana. Uh, is that not absolutely defeat half the purpose? Is it just me? Or is that taking away a giant portion of the income they think they're going to get from marijuana. Personally, I don't want the U.S. to get our weed. Canada, B.C. specifically, has got the best weed in the world. It is directly comparable, if not better than the stuff you can get at Amsterdam. Of course. So why do we want to give our top-notch product to the U.S.? when for the most part, most of the stuff they have down there is garbage. They deserve to smoke it. That's what they deserve to have. They're not good enough to have our weed. That's right. I said it to our American listeners. You suck. Canada's better. We have better products. Deal with it. You want it? Come on up to us. I don't think it's any secret on this show that uh, I make fun of Americans constantly because they're Americans. (laughs) Um, Uh, they're just inferior. And I'm also on board. I have often said, I, I think we should just, as far as trade, like when NAFTA was being questioned, I said, scrap it. We don't need it. We don't benefit really from it. Get rid of it. Who cares? We stop trading with them altogether. Yeah. I have no problem with that. We have enough trade partners now worldwide. We don't need them. No, we don't. Um, not China, anymore. China and India can support us. Yeah. Um, as far as exports go, and the U.S. really gives us nothing that we need. You know what they give us? Oil. Well, we, we, we export ours 
and uh, we buy from America, which I still. Um, but if we shut down that, built our own refinery, which is the only reason we don't. It's expensive and time consuming to build a refinery. It's cheaper to import oil, unfortunately. Um, but if we shut down oil, there's really nothing we get from the U.S. that we can't either get elsewhere or make ourselves. I don't understand why we, I, other than I it's a gentleman's agreement that we trade with them. Well, yeah, maybe back when there was a gentleman in power in the U.S., but we don't have, there is no gentleman in power in the U.S. He's a jackass. Very true. <laughs> and he's on his way up. This guy's going to fall harder than Nixon. Um, and soon. I don't know, because as he, he, although he lies constantly and he's an idiot, but is he really doing anything? Because, I mean, face it, Nixon did a lot of really horrible, illegal stuff. Well, the lawyer just released the tapes of him agreeing to pay off the uh, Playboy model. Um, his lawyer was recording him when they made this agreement. Um, and th- let me just say, everyone's shocked. That, no, no one's shocked no. anymore. Uh, every, every lawyer is recording you all the time, especially if you're famous. Uh, it's, it's now you just wait. It's like the sex tape. Mm-hmm. Um, don't, don't, I'm not shocked. I, I was waiting for it and sure enough it came and here he is paying <laughs> off this, uh, this, uh, woman who accused him. So many years ago, I forget her name now because she's not worth remembering. Stormy Daniels. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Typhoon Mary or something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, Tornado McCrabby. I don't know. I don't care. Uh, I don't know. Hurricane McCrabfest. <laughs> How is this not just an excuse to uh, remove him right there? Why is that not? Even the fact that this is being brought up should be grounds for impeachment. It just, it looks terrible. I just, the leader, the so-called leader of the free world, to even be implicated in something like this. But what I don't understand is, I mean, the Stormy Daniel things is, I mean, sure, he did some shit. She paid, he paid her off. Okay, fine, whatever. What I don't understand is the tapes that the Russians have. Like, they've already admitted, we have Trump on tape getting pissed on from Russian hookers. Yes. It's been openly discussed. We have the tapes. We own them. We are going to release them, basically, if Trump doesn't be our puppet. And he is being the puppet. How is that? That alone, the fact that they have something being used against him, that on its own grounds right there, there's your impeachment. Which, by the way, uh, brief aside, I was once offered money to be the pisser in that scenario. Really? And, and uh, turned it down. I didn't want to do it. But it was a girl in a bathtub, and I would have been paid $75. And I couldn't do it. I, didn't, I just couldn't. Jeez, I would have. <laughs> 75 bucks just to piss on somebody? Yeah, fuck, why not? Yeah. <laughs> My face wouldn't have even been on the film. It was like the film would have been like just a necessary... Uh, footage and it would have just been <laughs> well, frankly, a distinguishable part of me. I think people might recognize it on film and get me in trouble, but I don't know. I didn't do it anyway. That <laughs> that's uh, really that's funny. Good. Whether it's true or not, the fact that it's a conversation that's happening should be grounds enough for him to be impeached. Yep. 
and I don't think anyone is uh, of the mind that Russia didn't have something to do with everything at this point. Well, they've had, what, 25 guys have been charged with uh, interfering with the election through, through media? Like, it, they've been openly charged. Like, how is it? I, I've, I've been saying it a lot. Um, the governments are just, no one is taking them seriously now. They can't possibly be. Well, they can't because look who's in charge. The person in charge can't be taken seriously. There's a phenomenal quote done by, um, done by, uh, oh my God, who was it? I don't think it was Hitler. Oh, it might have been Hitler. I'm going to go with Hitler. I think it might have been Hitler. Um, where, he, where one of the things when he started rising into power, one of the things that was said was, do not believe what you see and read and hear in the media. I will tell you the truth. And Trump has now given that exact same speech. Yeah. Which is a shock in, in the sense because like, he just keeps doing these things that are direct parallel to exactly what Hitler was doing before Hitler rose and became into full power. And yet all the supporters of Trump are saying, no, no, no. Obama was like, was like Hitler. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes. The man who gave, you know, let, let gay people get married. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. What, 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 a, what a tyrant. <laughs> I'm not going to go down this road uh, too far uh, no. because it, there's a lot of trees overgrowing and it's a scary road to go down. But uh, people forget everyone supported Hitler before he got to power. Yeah, well, Hitler had a lot of good good things he did. All Western governments supported Hitler before he got into power. They thought this kid was going to be good. He, he did a lot of great power. things for the labor force and whatnot. Um. No, I'm not. I'm not going to go down this argument. If anyone wants to, fine. I don't think Hitler was good in any way. I'm not saying that. But he was a good public speaker. He was a brilliant guy. And had he not got bad shit crazy when he got elected, could have maybe done some good for the world. Which, face it, we all know Hitler was gay. <laughs> he was in love with a Jewish man. And he wasn't allowed to be with him publicly, hence the whole things against Jews. We all know the truth. I would think it's it's something along those lines. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't care. But yes, um, the comparisons are are uh, actually quite accurate mm -hmm. in this. Uh, Terrifyingly so. I don't know what's going to happen. I know uh, the. These four years in history are going to be a write-off as far as America's concerned. They're not doing anything productive and nothing good is going to come from it. I just, I, just Here's what I'll say about it, though. This, this is what happens when the South, when, those, when the Southern boys, this is what happens when they get to get the person they want in. This is what happens. I'm glad you said it, not me, but you're <laughs> absolutely right. And... Uh, you know, we, we're doing no better in our in our country at the moment. I mean, yeah, we've got a substitute high school teacher. Uh, who, who wanted to allow terrorists to come into the country to relive and so they can be reacquainted with the country, and now we've had our first terrorist attack against the country. Fantastic. And now, uh, for the listening audience, and not Gordon, because he didn't listen, but I believe I brought up this point on, uh, I think it was the 22nd. 
I talked about this, that uh, our boy Justin, who it was his number one campaign promise, was to bring um, 20,000 Syrian refugees to the country. Mm-hmm. He brought 50,000, in fact, Syrian refugees into the country. Yes, he did. Uh, by 2016. And then he went on to not do a single follow-up on any one of those 50,000 people. No. Not, he didn't follow up on any one of them. We have no idea where they are, who they are. Are they working? Are they alive? Are they dead? Are they terrorists? We have nothing. No. The government did not follow up on a single one of them. There has not been one report since 2016. So he stood in people's living room and said, welcome to Canada. And that was the last one he gave a shit about. That's it. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, this guy, was, was this guy one of them? I hadn't heard that. That would be brutal if it turns out he was. I really hope so. I think that'd be a really good mark to put. But, yeah, we don't know. But the funny thing is, is the Canadian media has been um, very quiet about this guy's ties with um, ISIS and everything else. And what's funny is, is that we're getting all of our information regarding this guy's true background from the world news from other countries. Now, I did hear a report today that ISIS claimed him as theirs. I'm not going to give it any credibility yet because ISIS claims everybody is theirs. Uh, Right out of the gate, that's the first thing ISIS does. Whenever there's a successful kill, ISIS says, oh, that was ours. Um, But this guy has been watched by the RCMP, by CSIS, and by the police. He's been well-known. They know that he's visited the ISIS websites. They know that he's been in contact. They know that he has a home in Afghanistan. They knew they, they knew all this. This is all See, things that the that, Canadian media have actually openly admitted, but they won't say that he has direct ties because they know if they do, then that buries Trudeau. All right. And uh, everybody still loves Trudeau. Mm-hmm. Um I did. I, well, I wasn't. I, I I knew he wasn't going to do anything for me. I didn't think he was going to be a complete train wreck as a prime minister. Um, he's caught me quite off guard with his track record so far, and seems to be getting worse as it goes along. And uh, he's quite quiet about it. He doesn't really seem to. Either he doesn't know how badly he's doing, or he just doesn't care. I don't think he cares. Um, I, 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 I'm not too sure what his end is to it because, you know, it's not like he needed notoriety. He was probably one of the most famous Canadians before he ever even got into politics. And he was famous mostly for saying he would never get into politics. I don't know if people remember that. <laughs> uh, when asked about it shortly after his brother died in the uh, avalanche accident. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said publicly several times he was not going to get involved in politics. He wanted to be his own man, not follow in his father's footsteps, etc., etc. Uh, and yet, these things always come back on you. <laughs> That's, you can't say it on TV and have it not come up later. I mean, yeah, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a goddamn disappointment, is what it is. It really is. And I think both countries, because of the leaders we've chosen, are setting ourselves back on the world stage 
years and years. It's going to take a long time to recover from this, and it's going to take someone like a Barack Obama to get us any sort of credibility again. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And the good news about Canada is that, well, the world still likes us. True. Unlike America, where nobody likes them, though everybody still loves Canadians because we're still seen as a non-threat to anybody. We're nice. We're polite. We apologize for everything. We apologize for apologizing. You know, we're, we're, we're a very nice bunch of people. And um... I like that reputation. It frightens me slightly that China is creeping in and taking over our business community. I think our niceness is being interpreted as easy to take advantage of. And I see countries coming in and altering the business landscape, which will eventually alter the political landscape. And that's a little worrisome. So I would like us to be a little less nice, to be honest. Well, we're being pushed to that, so. <laughs> well, that's all we've got going for us. That's it. No, hang on. Since we're speaking about Canada as a general, there is something I'd like to bring up as a, as a huge complaint and a very big issue. Please. So being born and raised in Ontario, we are raised to hate the French Canadians. Yes. People across the country do not fully understand why. And I can very easily explain this to you, and I would like to share this with the world because I think everybody needs to know exactly why the French Canadian should be, in my opinion, banned, abolished, eliminated from Canada. Ouch. Yes, it is a very, very, very strong amount of hate, and here's why. If you leave Ontario and you drive into Quebec, as soon as you get into Quebec, or start getting like just after you get into the border, once you start getting into Montreal and other areas, none of their street signs have English on them. Right. In Canada, Ontario specifically, all of our street signs are written in English and French. That is a law, that is a rule. Yes. All of our packaging has to have English and French on it. And it does not in Quebec. I know this. Uh, this has been brought up. Actually, quite recently. Um, so, yes. Can, sorry, just I, no. I am aware that it's not law in Quebec. Or that they, they, they have a sort of an exemption where they don't adhere to the law and don't have to. Yeah. And for me, that's it's, it's ignorant. It's self-serving. And it only benefits a very small part of the population while it completely ruins the rest of us because not only are we being forced to learn your stupid language in school, but now on top of it, for those of us that don't want to learn your stupid language because, well, screw you. Well, this I'm, is the case with equalization. Um, all provinces are forced to give a part of their provincial uh, income to Quebec because they're not on a level playing field in provincial trade. as the equalization payments that other provi- all provinces make to Quebec. So Quebec actually is doing better than the other provinces because they have um, uh, nine provinces and three territories giving them these payments every year. But yet, if it wasn't for the Liberal government, before the Liberal government was in power this last little stretch, the uh, Quebec has been running the largest deficit in all of Canada. They always have. 
Right. So it's always been a bit of a running gag. You're getting paid by every single province and territory in the country. You're exempt from most laws. You have your own rules. You don't want to abide by the same BS laws that we have to abide by to appease you guys. But yet you still fail as a province because you offer us, you offer the world nothing. No. You have a couple of decent ski hills and some poutine and the Montreal smoked meat. That's it. Asbestos, they're the world number one supplier of asbestos. That's it. (laughs) Congratulations, Quebec. You're killing more people. (laughs) Voted uh, uh, overwhelmingly to not shut down the asbestos mining industry um, because it's a very lucrative industry for them. Sell that to the Americans. I don't understand. There's your free trade. I don't think think most Canadian companies buy it anymore. Uh, The auto industry is pretty much the only one that still uses it uh, for brake pads. Um, But I'm not sure that there's a Canadian company that manufactures those. I'd have to look into it. Probably not. Um, See, the, the part I don't get is every time they vote to separate... Why don't we just say shit or get off the pot? Sign the goddamn constitution or move on. Yeah. They lost the war. They we we beat them in a war. Yeah. And then said, okay, we won, but you guys can still have what you were fighting for. You, you know, I put up a good fight. That's we'll just pretend we didn't beat you in a war. I I've never understood that. I, I the concession that they got, I don't know why that's not held over their head every time something like this comes up. Why don't we just say, okay, sign the Constitution or get out? It's yeah. been proven time and time again they would fail miserably without, uh, if they did separate and they would have to still use Canadian currency um, and Canadian uh, trade laws and, and whatnot because they would fail without them. Yeah, so, and they would fail miserably throughout the whole thing. Out of the fact so that the best thing would be, would be, that if that did happen, Canada, what I, I mean, personally, if I was in charge of the country, this is what I would do. I would bury these dumb pricks by, I, I, you know, the tariffs that, the, that, 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 that Trump is putting up on Canada. Well, <laughs> the, the, the trading tariffs that I would put on over the border for Quebec would be so expensive that nobody in the country would be able to do business with the province. The outline goal would be leave or, well, starve. <laughs> or join. <laughs> or join. And, and I don't really join. want them to join. Fuck, this, they've already joined. They've already screwed it up for everybody anyways. You know what? If you join, you start putting English everywhere. We, we abolished the two-language law. That goes, As soon as you join, that law is gone. Yep. Um, and uh, you start turning right. Yeah. On, on red lights. You just do it. You turn right on red lights. Yeah, do it. That's it. That bugs me, the, the no right on red. That drives me nuts. I know it's only a Montreal thing, but... <sighs> I say either you, you join, you're, you're a member or you're not. Yeah. But none of this half-assed membership shit. No. Um, no other province gets that. And we couldn't just wake up tomorrow in D.C. and say, hey, we want half-assed status we're only canadian when it benefits us yeah no no screw them 
Yeah. I, 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 born and raised to hate the, the French Canadian. I once got into a full-fledged argument in Montreal years ago. Um, we were, I was in there, and the uh, luckily that the uh, the girl I was with, what happened was, uh, I was traveling with some friends. Uh, we went over into, into Montreal. We're going to some gorgeous little town. It's a beautiful town, uh, really nice. I uh, cannot for the life remember the name of it, the top of my head right now, mainly because it, well, it's in French, so I don't care. Um, but oh, yeah, let me qualify just by saying Quebec is a beautiful province. I would love for it to be part of Canada. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's gorgeous. It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful scenery around there. But it's the people ruin it. Um, so I go into a grocery store and I'm picking up, you know, because so, uh, in, in out there you can pick up beer at a convenience store and all this other stuff. So so I popped in and um, I went to pay for my purchase and she said something to me in French. And I, I said, I'm sorry, I, I don't I don't speak French. And she started saying something, something to me. And I didn't know what she was saying, but I could tell there was a bit of disdain in her voice. The girl that I was with, she is very fluent in French because her mother is actually from Quebec. And turns out this woman working the counter was mousing me, calling me an ignorant, fat Canadian. They can't be bothered to learn another country's or another province's language. So as soon as this was brought to my attention, of course, I call it out. I'm like, you know, who the hell are you to mouth me? I said, I didn't do anything wrong to you. I'm just here. I just want to make my purchase. Let's just show me the amount. That's all I want to do is just point to the amount because I couldn't see what the total was on the screen. Show me what the total was so that I can pay it. And she refused. Because I didn't speak English, she refused to serve me. The store manager gets involved because I start freaking out on this woman. The store manager comes out. He gets involved. And what does he say? He goes, in broken English, he says, oh, well, you don't speak French. I said, no. He says, well, then get out. Really? Get out. From one of the smallest populated provinces on the country, you're telling me to get out because I don't speak your stupid, disgusting language. Which I was just thinking, uh, it's not even French because uh, some France French people have trouble understanding Canadian French. So not only are they not Canadian, they're also not French. No, and the French don't like the, the real French don't like the Canadian, the French Canadian. I've heard that. I have no. I don't really have a lot of experience. And I, I just say real quickly because I don't have a story quite like yours. But I grew up quite differently because I grew up to. Uh, uh, quite like the French because my family um, hailed from the French quarter of Winnipeg, St. Boniface. Um, not a French family by any means, but grew up in a in a, uh, a majority French community and uh, always respected and liked them. I, it's only when I became an adult that, and got uh, political, to be honest, that I, I started to realize that there was an issue there. Um. And I'm not sure how, without tearing apart the Constitution and going right back to square one, I don't think it's a, a problem we can solve easily. Sure it is. Build a wall. <laughs> <laughs> Just put a nice big old wall around them and say, screw you. <laughs> That's never not worked in the past. 
<laughs> it's well worth a try. Uh, uh, ask anyone in Berlin to uh, get behind this idea. Yeah, but that was dividing. That was divided two places that the people didn't want divided. Here, the people want to be divided from them. The French want to be divided from the rest of us. We want to be divided from them. Nobody likes them. The only people that do are the people who actually enjoy the language. And those people were just sort of raised into it, you know, so they don't really know much better. So, See, that was something I've always questioned. We've never had a federal referendum on separation. No. Quebec has their referendum every every so often. It pops up. I think it's about every eight years or so now they have a referendum. And it's always voted against by a narrow margin. But there's never been a referendum in the rest of the country whether or not we want them to separate. Why don't we just vote? Because they know what would happen. It would be overwhelming. It'd be 98% would say, screw them. <laughs> I don't know. What are, maybe you know because of your location, um, which is why we put you there, so that you could give us the perspective from that side of the country, because we don't have it in BC. We don't know what goes on outside of BC. Um what are the eastern the maritime provinces? What is their opinion of Quebec? Um, split, but for the most part, most of them are f- for the most part sort of fine with them. Um, but the biggest thing that bothers the biggest thing that bothers everybody is the simple fact that in Quebec you don't have to have English on anything, and that's right. the biggest issue. The fact that that's such an arrogant. Um, thing like um, my my mother did a tra- went for a travel uh, a couple weeks ago or last week uh, out to PEI and had to go through Montreal. Well, I had to go through Quebec. Um, personally, I would have gone through the states to avoid them altogether. Um, it's faster <laughs> and a lot less hassle. Um, but see, uh, they they missed a turn. There's, there's an expressway that takes you, it's, a, it's called a bypass. It takes you right past Montreal, so you avoid, you're sticking on a highway, you avoid all the downtown core BS. Um, they missed it, they had to drive through the city. Every single sign, street sign, everything was written in French. Right. And they didn't have a clue what to do because, well, they don't speak the, the, the stupid language. So, you know, and they just think, you know, like just, just talking to her about it, she's just like, you know, it was just, it was so frustrating because as soon as you get out of the, as soon as you get out of the province, right away, you're up on a highway and there's English, there's French right on the highways and it's on both languages. But yet when you're in the province, it's not there. Well, unfortunately, federally, you're never going to get someone to even back the idea of changing that because under our Mickey Mouse uh, election system, they hold a great deal of power when it comes to deciding on the federal leader. Um, so this is why you need to pick, get rid of them first. And as soon as you get rid of them, that eliminates that problem. It does, but you need a federal government that would support that. And you're never going to get it, especially not prime minister, which we have at the moment. For the record, I will happily run for prime minister of this country. Sorry. I have to take a minute now, everybody, uh, uh, fans of the Champion Tree Entertainment Company and the Is It Just Me show. I've got a guy yelling at me to my left here immediately. Um, I'm at Waterfront Station in beautiful downtown Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. I've got someone yelling at me that nobody cares. Um, as this was a, a topic approached by a listener and by you, Gordy, in uh, Ontario. And I seem to think 
Some people do care, but uh, this gentleman seems to want to be a part of the show, so we'll try to get his opinion here. Feel free to... Oh, now he's going quiet on us. Nice. See, I'm just trying to have some quiet time here. I'm sure. I understand that. your political views, so please shut the fuck up. Oh, now I have to edit that. See, now you've created work for me. I have to edit that segment now and bleep it. I'm afraid I'm not going to go any quieter uh, than I am now, but the so uh, this uh, the the opinion of the average Canadian, uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> and that's why we're stuck in the predicament we are. It's that attitude right there. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. And then it goes on and on in perpetuity for where are we at now. Uh, but for the record, I will guarantee you, if a referendum thing were to come up and they were to say, "Hey, would you want to see Quebec?" stay or gone i bet you that dude would be one of the first people in mind so i'm saying yeah fuck him get rid of him <laughs> i couldn't agree <laughs> so, oh, i was gonna pause for a uh a brief uh break here and check on how things are going so we're gonna take a little break everybody we will be back with more from gord in ontario and uh all the good stuff that's happening out there <laughs> good <laughs> I just wanted to check because we're just, uh, I'm just going to stop the recording and then start it again if I can. Because um, we're at almost an hour now and I think it, there's like a 45 minute kind of marker. Okay. If I lose you, I'll just connect with you again in a sec. <laughs>
There he is. Hello. Hello. Hang on here. I gotta get back to my screen. We're back, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I while we were away there briefly, uh, the fine gentleman I just spoke to came up and apologized. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't don't apologize. When you see us recording in public, it's because we want the public to be a part of the show and. Uh, I love it. Feel free to jump in. If you want your voice to be heard all across the uh, World Wide Web world, please join us at any time or go to the Eric Brennan Is It Just Me page and leave us a voice message. I did, Gord, you didn't hear it. I did uh, play our message at the top of the show. So once it's published, you'll get to hear it. It's a very lovely message from our friend, uh, uh, sorry, Jake, our friend Jake, a listener here in Vancouver who knows Gord and I from a previous lifetime and uh, listens to the show frequently. Uh, <laughs> love Jake. Jake is the one, he listens to every single episode um, and has for nice. quite some time. And I sent him a message asking him to be on the show and he sent back a very modest 15-second response. But lovely to hear from you, Jake. Thank you very much. For listening and uh please feel free to join the conversation anytime you like um i would love to get your opinion on some of these things uh, especially as i'm going to get into more musical stuff this summer um 
got some interviews lined up, believe it or not, um, with, with uh, a local promoter, one of... Uh, you can count local promoters on one hand here in Vancouver, and this is Wendy of my God, I don't remember the company now. I'm sorry, Wendy, but Wendy will be on the show to discuss the state of music in Vancouver, as will Malcolm, the owner of SBC, um, formerly known as the Smiling Buddha Cabaret, now SBC because that's cooler. Uh, one of the few very cool venues uh, to feature local live music and he's going to uh later that uh, i would assume i guess into august um awesome which at one point <laughs> was the envy of the world uh when bands played the town pump in vancouver they knew they had made it it was a pinnacle in your career to play in vancouver it is now a burden a uh, something you're forced to do <laughs> in the middle of an otherwise enjoyable tour. Um, we're, we're... In so many other ways, um, our music scene is embarrassing. Um, uh, yeah. We're going to be discussing that more, and I would love to have James's opinion on, uh, Jake's opinion on that as well as uh, anybody else who wants to chime in, feel free. And as I've said before, you don't have to be discussing what we happen to be discussing that night or even something you think we would want to discuss. Anything you want to talk about, and leave your messages on anchor.fm and you're on the show. Please do not swear because it's very difficult for me to edit. And this is a non-swearing show. Uh, so. And if I can pull it off, you guys can pull it off and it ain't easy for me, so. Exactly. Oh, I meant to talk to you off the air, but you got cut off. That's right. So um, we can do that at the end of the show. I am pretty much out of things I really desperately wanted to talk about. Um, where are you at, sir? Um, well, um, well, here's a random little small thing. So um, for... Um, uh, my my birthday that just passed not too long ago. Um, I had um, even though I had to, to to work until eleven o'clock the night of my birthday, so that kind of sucked. But the next night, I um, I took my girlfriend and we went to um, the Keg Mansion downtown Toronto. Uh, for those that don't know, it is literally the Keg Restaurant, and it is in a giant mansion, and it is. And let me just what's that? So you finish what you're saying, and then I gotta pipe in real quick. Okay. Uh, it was just a real beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place. This is the one man, the one keg place that when you go to the keg, this is the place where you actually go to dress up. I legit wore a suit and tie, just just for Very the occasion, nice. and I hate ties. Um, I have they're just the bane of my existence, but yet I I did it anyways because you know my girlfriend's awesome, she deserves that. So, um. Just because you said that, I'm now going to post a picture on Anchor.fm of me in my new acquisition, which is a beautiful uh, navy blue tie with a giant likeness of Princess Diana on it. I call it Princess Diana and love it very, very much. I only have one tie that I actually love, and it's a great tie because the tie itself was actually blessed by the Pope. Believe it or not. Oh, wow. But here's the best thing about this tie. First of all, it's a god awful ugly tie. It is like it, it is just it is just ugly. It's a paisley sort of design. It is god awful ugly. But 
on the inside flap of the big part of the tie, when you flip that open, it has a naked woman on the phone. Which means oh, wait, the Pope wait. blessed pornography. Absolutely wonderful. It's the greatest thing if in the world. If anybody can do it, the Vatican. <laughs> right. <laughs> so anyway, so we're there. We're at, we're at the restaurant. We're, we're having a great time. Um, now, this is where I need to jump in real quickly because Anchor.fm listeners have not gotten the pleasure of hearing my Gord birthday story. Oh, and that's right. I... On the eve that Gord is referring to, I gave him quite a birthday greeting on the show, and I googled Milton, Ontario, and I actually googled fun things to do in Milton, because I wanted to see what Gord might be doing for his birthday, and under fun things to do in Milton, I swear to God this is just true, a blank page popped up. It was a blank page with an icon in the middle that said, add event. (laughs) That was brilliant. There's <laughs> nothing to do on Lord's birthday. Nothing to do. I looked up civic holidays. There's none. I looked up any significant day in Milton, and there's not a single one. And that was a Friday night to boot. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> nothing to do on a Friday night. <laughs> I, I, I have a theory. Sorry, we'll get back to you. Going. I have a theory that at one time there was another Hamilton. And it split into Ham and Milton, and, uh, <laughs> and Milton is just shitty of what was once Hamilton. That's my theory. It's, it's not a Milton bad theory. Milton is the Ham of the two, without a doubt. There are more things to do in Hamilton than there is to do in Milton. Um, yeah, it's a it's a heavily populated small town that has a ton of really crappy bars that everybody spends every last waking moment at and that's all there is to do here that is so uh everywhere east of bc for those bc listeners who don't know uh massive amounts of drinking pubs are just where the action is um everywhere in canada and frankly i love that yeah but see here's okay (laughs) Screw my story about the keg. People talk loud and it's really annoying. That's the, that's the gist of the story. Uh, ignorant people talking really, really loud. That was just my keg story. But this brings up a whole other thing. Okay. Um, when, I was, when I was, just after I moved back here, um, I had, uh, I, I popped into a local place. It's, it's, called, uh, it's called a tap house. It's an actual tap house. Well, they label themselves as a tap house. So I was like, good, I'll be able to try some local craft beers, you know, com- coming from BC with the ridiculous craft beer market that it has. Ontario's craft beer market is growing, so you have a lot of decent ones out here. I was looking forward to trying some good craft beer. So I pop in, I sit down at the bar, and I'm like, hey, you know, what do you guys have on tap? So I'm looking for a good craft beer. And she goes, oh, well, we have Boosthead. I'm like, but Moosehead's not a craft beer. I, I, I want a craft beer. She goes, oh, well, we have Stella. <laughs> it's called a tap house. And yet they don't even know what a craft beer is. It took me 15 minutes of openly discussing it with this person about what an actual tap house is and what it's supposed to be and what their knowledge is supposed to be about. We thought that meant 
because we got two sinks in the kitchen. Yeah, no, that's uh, oh god, such an ultimate disappointment. I mean, you, they, they nobody serves any any local beers in here. If you want local beer, you got to go to the beer store for it. You can't you can't go anywhere else. You know, um, actually, ironically, if you want good local craft beer, you actually have, have to go to the liquor store. Because the beer store only carries like a very, very small amount. Where the liquor store has a very large quantity of them and they got a lot of really good ones. So, I mean, the whole system makes no sense out here when it comes to beer drinking. And yet everybody drinks beer. The whole alcohol distribution system in Canada makes virtually no sense. But uh, that's particularly strange. Yeah. Um, It's another where we're so tied up in ridiculous laws and each passing government inserts their own little bit of crap but doesn't remove the other crap so it becomes this convoluted stack of legislation that makes no sense yeah of course and that's the, the, the amount of strange and antiquated laws that still exist in canada that aren't applicable whatsoever to the modern world is mind-boggling. Did you know that in, in Toronto, it's still illegal to drag a dead horse down Young Street on a Sunday? But only on a you Sunday. I'm so, I'm so lame that I have to admit, yes, I actually did know that one. <laughs> uh, I just love that law. <laughs> uh, when you are kicked out of the province of Alberta, they are still all send you off with a horse and three days food that's <laughs> still law um, that's still law if you get kicked out of the province of alberta they have to supply you with a horse and three days food which in today's market could be upwards of one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh love it <laughs> oh. absolutely ridiculous um uh, but that's what's happened to the liquor laws, and no one's bothered to clean them up. And that's the problem. We're so scared to open the Constitution. What is that fear? Like, is some some horrible thing is going to happen if you open it up and just scrap some of the stuff that doesn't make sense anymore. It's, it, I don't get the fear. Just we have to do it. We, we have to stop being attached to these things that are nothing more than than uh, memories. Really, a happy memory and it's a comfortable thing from a time long ago but we have to get rid of them yeah completely but no 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 we'll 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 keep them around and just keep adding to it (laughs) because that makes more sense it's so very canadian um (laughs) well we don't you know they worked hard on that we don't want to get rid of it we're just just being polite <laughs> That's why we've got about 110 government departments whose specific task is to educate the incoming government on what the outgoing government did. 110 different departments to tell the new government what the old government did. Um, <laughs> I, I don't even have a smart ass comment for that. <laughs> you, you lost the election, get out. We're not going to give you conciliatory jobs. Uh, just, well, okay, you lost the election, but you know what? You can stick around and teach us how to do our job. No! Go away, you lost. Pack your bags, get out. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're too polite. With you. <laughs> I don't get it. We, I could go on all night, um, but I don't think we should. No, there's too many other great topics to talk about. 
and many, many days to talk about them now that we can actually do it. And <laughs> uninterrupted and well. One thing I did want to try really briefly, but maybe I'll try it off the air. I want to see if I can play a song now on the show. I can insert them when we're off the air, which I do. Before we sign off. Okay, that can work. So we'll see how this goes. I don't... I don't foresee it working. <laughs> we've we've pushed our luck with this conversation working. <laughs> I think you're right. Um, <laughs> oh mercy! Is that working? What you playing it now? I'm playing it now. Can you not hear it? No. No, I can't hear nothing. That's really annoying. <laughs> It's typical. Because it's, it's incredibly loud on my end. Um, oh. Anyway, I did, I did insert it into the episode anyway. Uh, fantastic song called Fentanyl It's Cracked Up to Be by Ashes of Purgatory. Um, I know I said I wouldn't play Ashes of Purgatory this month. Um, oh, and Gord, you haven't been a part of this. I'm sorry I should have let you know before we are on. We are trying new music all for the month of July, and people can send in their votes for new intro music for the show. Ooh. Um, there's several selections. If you go to speaker.com, because they post uh, slightly quicker than Anchor does, you can hear the past episodes with all the new intro music. I believe it's been going on for uh, a little over a week now. Um, some great, great selections. Uh, I already have my vote, but my vote doesn't count. We're going to let the listeners pick. You um, know, there is a, fr- a mutual friend of both of ours that could actually help us with this. Oh, interesting. Not really, because, well, it's a person that we have both sort of ganged up on on Facebook. Do you know who I'm talking about? Of course, yes, yes. <laughs> well, yeah. well, she ran her own local radio show. She did. For very many years, a uh, thing called Locals. Um, uh, she, she ran her own little radio show. She has ties with a ton of bands. Um, I was actually quite a fan of the show, to be honest. You were what? I was quite a fan of her show, as was Jason Mitha, uh, who, who found out about the show independently of me. He didn't have the connection that you and I had, but he knew of the show. That's how Jason was with Local. He just knew everything Local. Uh, anyway, yeah, it was a very entertaining um, show. I like, I quite liked it. And I went to her for advice when I wanted to start uh, a similar show, and she very quickly told me not to. <laughs> yeah, that would make sense. She had a, she had a very, very difficult time with that show. <laughs> and uh, on, on an, yes, we should ask her. That's a great idea. Um, get her involved this summer. I know she'd like to do it. And I will say because... Listening, um, reporting a lot of health concerns on Facebook lately, and uh, <laughs> trying very hard to not relate it to her veganism, but uh, <laughs> it's saying, very difficult um, not to. <laughs> you're not the first one to experience these symptoms after turning vegan, and uh, I'm just saying, hey, maybe they're not related. You know, there, there's an upside chance. But if it walks like a vegan and talks like a vegan, it's a vegan <laughs> and a bloody annoying um, one to boot. Oh, 
So I will sign off with one of the songs in the contention for new music on our show. Um, unfortunately, Gord, you're going to have to wait to hear it uh, when the episode is posted. Yes. But on, on a bright note, you'll get to hear it when the episode is posted. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Because we're going to post an episode that we can both hear and soak in the world, which is so, I think it's every, possibly every fifth one we record actually makes it to air. So this is a really neat concept for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've only been able to actually share one episode that's actually worked, which was the uh, uncensored episode we did. <laughs> yeah. Which we're going to have to do again, I think. I enjoyed that. Oh, I will. Def- we definitely need to because... We just yeah, we'll get to prearrange it, get some good hot topics up that would get me going, and yeah, I think we can have a lot of fun with it. And maybe I can. Uh, I'll sneak back around the corner and see if my new friend would like to be a part of it. Apparently, he likes to swear on the show. Yeah, that could work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jake the mouth on there would be great. Yeah, yeah, that was great. I love it when the public wants to get involved. Um. So, any idea when we might hear from you again? Um, let me think. Uh, it will not be tomorrow. Uh, what day is tomorrow? Tomorrow is, what, Thursday? So, it won't be tomorrow. Um, possibly Friday. Excellent. Uh, that's about the only thing I can say. So, yeah, so there's a possibility of Friday. Actually, there is even a possibility of tomorrow. I, did, I just don't know. I'm up in the air yet. So, cool. So, we'll have to see y'all. Always a pleasure to have you on. Always a pleasure to be on. Um, really appreciate the Eastern perspective because uh, now that there is a lot of interesting things happening at the moment, uh, we we genuinely don't get a lot of news from your perspective out here, short of listening to uh, trying to listen to Ontario local television and whatnot, which as a, uh, I don't watch television, that's not exactly easy for me. So uh, thank you very much for what you do for the show. No problem. Sir. I'm glad I can contribute the bits that I can. And uh, we look forward to hearing from you later on in the week. Uh, if not tomorrow, then uh, hopefully. And everybody else with or without Gord, I'll be back to do this in roughly 23 hours. Until then, take Have care fun out there, and be nice. <laughs> uh, that's it. Um, well, something that's so embarrassing mm. to me that I believe I didn't think of. Why the hell didn't I just give you my name and password and you log into anchor and record the damn thing that would have solved all of our problems last night what do you mean if i recorded what if i recorded you could have put in my username and password and hit and recorded it on your whatever you oh speak through anchor on well shit but can we both log in at the same time though no, you log in as me, and then I could log in as somebody else. Oh, because I have my own login and everything else for it. Oh, I see what you mean. I could log in as you, and then you would sort of call me and then do it through my end. Yeah, because you could have recorded it. I just couldn't record it on my city phone because it was too shitty to handle the other oh, app. shit. Yeah, that would have worked fine. You could have recorded it. I could have called you instead, and you could have just... All you do is hit the publish button at the end of it, and it publishes. 
unless you want to edit it. But uh, that could have happened. So I feel like I'm more on that. That never crossed my mind. <laughs> you know, by the way, speaking of which, you know that little one minute intro thing I did for the show. That yes. has had ten listens. <laughs> ten people really? have listened to that little one minute intro. <laughs> that is awesome. Our listenership is. From what I can tell, it's increasing by about two per day. Wicked. So, not huge, but way bigger than I've had in a couple of months. Well, once I say, when, whenever I uh, post it, when I post it, we seem to get a bit of a boost. Yeah, and uh, Anchor is helping out like crazy, obviously, because they're putting us everywhere. Yeah, I keep getting messages from them saying, oh, your your video or your audio is now available on this. It's available on this and it's available on this. And you've picked up five new listeners. I'm like, holy shit. (laughs) And I check those. I check it. The only one I can't check is iTunes Um, because you can't check iTunes. You can't subscribe to iTunes and you can't look at iTunes without subscribing. So on my android i can't check i gotta find someone with an iphone so i can check them for there i i'm being told that we are well i'd be pretty cool and i have my speaker uh rss feed which is basically your podcast feed i have it linked to anchor so whenever i record without you i record on speaker so i have the sound effects and stuff um but it automatically posts. It's supposed to automatically post to Anchor as soon as it's done, and it hasn't the last couple episodes. I'm not sure why. But hmm, okay. I also automatically post to Podbean now. Um, yeah. Which is another one I tried to record us on, but it didn't work. But so I'm I'm doing the best I can to branch out, but they discourage you from doing that. They say once you find one, just stick with it and let it do what Anchor is doing for us. Yeah, You're still there. Sorry, um, they they discourage you from doing it yourself. They say find one hosting site and stick with them. They let them do that. I lost you again, didn't I? Yeah, well that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but we had a good run. Uh, I will get it up in the next few minutes here while I'm on the train. Okay. So uh, if you want to hear it, it should be ready in about 10 minutes. All right. Uh, yeah, send me the link. I will uh, I will talk to you soon. Yeah, you will. I'll, uh, I'll let you know about tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, we'll go from there. Awesome, man. Thanks a lot. It was fun. It always is, my friend. All right. Talk to you soon. And I, I'm losing you again. So.
Let's light up the night Looking down the edge of forever So stop me or take my advice